You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This weekend's UFC 262 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast for our last live stream of the year. I don't know if we, uh, you all heard the serenation that uh, Nick put on for us at the Absolutely start there. That was beautiful, incredible. Beautiful piece of work there, uh, Nick. <laughs> Dude, the funk vibes on that was just astounding. I loved it. I better hear some, just a bass slapping in the podcast version. Just yeah, bang. the podcast oh, version yes. is going to be a banger. 100%. <laughs> if there's a reason to listen to both, that alone is one. Um, again, this is a Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. And like Nick said, mentioned in the start there, we are on our last live stream. Um, it is the three of us, Producer T, Dylan, and Nick. Dylan, how are you doing, man? Not bad, not bad. It's uh, bittersweet. You know, last uh, last regular season game is tomorrow. Last Tuesday live stream is today. So yeah. now, I, don't, all, I don't know how to feel, to be quite honest with you. It all came so quickly. It felt like the season was dragging a little bit, and then boom. It's the last game tomorrow. You're that's telling me in this situation, we don't have a that's what she said drop. I, I was, uh, Nick, Nick, I was waiting for it. Trust me. I was looking through the banks, boys. I was trying to find something. Scrolling. Didn't even have like a boom, boom. That's, on me. that's on me. That's on me. That's Isha Jerome in the switches Bijon. back there. Sorry. Yeah. Bijon. Bijon. How, how you doing? I'm doing good. Spreading my wings. Spreading <laughs> I'm doing great too, by the way. If you need any filler for a story, I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm yeah. just we're, smiling we're, we'll ear to ear. We'll get to your story. Don't worry. He's poor, buzzing. Poor He's buzzing today. So we're doing tea time? <laughs> Guys, we're doing tea time? Let's do tea time. Oh, we're, we're doing a tea oh, time doing as well. We've got yeah. quite the show coming up. Nick, I didn't uh, didn't ask you how you're doing, though. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic, guys. It's a beautiful Tuesday. It was 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Do the fucking math. It's like 35 Celsius, I think. Oh, how are you? That's beautiful. That's so, You know what? You know what, boys? That's too hot for me. Is 35, it? that's like 30 that's I can deal math. with. 30, 35, I don't know. 
Yeah. Do you got some wind at least, or is it like a dry heat? It, in Sacramento, it's it's just dry heat because Ooh. there's no wind. We're in the valley. It's 34.4 yeah. degrees Celsius. No, that's a little that's a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah. There's no. If breeze. you're in the bay, I you're not it. getting that heat with wind because the yeah, wind. You're is a just pigeon. Cool. <laughs> I don't know, boys. Like in a place where it's dry, it's like stale yeah. heat. Like just imagine it, everyday it's things. Not like stale though. Like it's okay. just it's just hot. That's well, either way, way, I mean, yeah. to my point, imagine everyday things like going up to a Walmart. You're going to get some stank-ass people in there it's after true. dealing with those, those kind of temperatures. Life pro tip, don't go to Walmart. <laughs> don't do it. That's fair. That's fair. We are an educational podcast. Yeah, we always true. say it. We're, there's a sponsor we're never going to get, though. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Target, now's your chance. Because Walmart's going to sponsor the Stick Hungry podcast. Hey, you never know. Crazier things have happened. 100%. Honestly, I don't know if they have, though. <laughs> That's quite the bar we're setting. Like, and this section is brought to you by Great Value Vanilla Ice Cream. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great, actually. Mm. No frills would be a good one. They do some. Oh, man. Stuff. No, no frills. I have, actually, I have the album. Pigeon, do you want to grab yeah, the I'll album, grab it, actually? Grab that is we, definitely worth We grab. need some dr- album drops. We do. Nick, did I ever talk to you about this grocery store album up here in Canada? Not at all. So oh. no frills is basically like a it's like a discount kind of grocery yeah. store. Uh, it's it's their no, brand. Their brand is literally called No Name. Yeah, so it's a That's No Name awesome. brand. Yeah. And uh, so out of nowhere, out of the blue, yeah. they come out and they're like, "We're releasing a rap album." We're all like, "A rap album from like the discount grocery store, it, No it, Frills." Yeah, and it was on like a Canucks, um, a Canucks game commercial where we thought it was Look just like, that. okay, this must be just a joke for or a joke slash you know promotional sure. thing, like just a commercial, just a YouTube clip. But no, they released the most fire album of 2020, and it was actually really good. Like the production on this album, you can find it on was Spotify. top notch. No, let's, it, let's describe that album. Show, show the, the give a close up to the camera. So the background looks to be just a black background with a banana peeled with a yeah, single. Yeah, because the No bite. Frills logo is it's yellow, and I believe at one point it was like uh, a, a bundle of bananas. Well, it's just a single banana peeled with a single bite taken out of it. And yep. Nick, the single of the album, bananas. Oh. It's bananas. They're, they also have a song called uh, "A Cart Apart." Uh, which they played in the actual no frills uh, for uh, you know the pandemic to keep people a cart apart. Um, I, I actually, wish that we had anything remotely that cool down here. Like uh, yeah, no joke cool. though. Like uh, we're not going to stay on this topic too long, but go check it out. <laughs> yes, we yeah, are. Go I'm going to find a clip of it. Okay, you're going to find a clip. Good. That's even. Better. We are a hockey podcast occasionally. <laughs> occasionally <laughs> so while pigeon is grabbing uh trying to find a clip maybe we should throw out our social media handles since we haven't done that yet you know what great idea yeah you can follow myself at producer underscore tee you can follow the podcast at stick hungry pod and you can follow the network at hockey pod net dylan you can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn how about you nick you can follow me on twitter at nick floor underscore remember pigeons is it producer producer underscore pigeon it's so easy so close to mine too that's embarrassing (laughs) but there you go follow us all for your follow of the day is that the follow of the day (laughs) producer pigeon there you go follow does does no frills have a twitter account Uh, no frills. Probably. Actually, you know what? No. no, it does, and we got them like five hundred yes. more followers. <laughs> no, no frills does have a Twitter account. It's funny because the day. yes, we actually did help them get some followers and promote this album. But I think I, I messaged them and I was like, "Yo, when's the vinyl dropping?" Because I, I I collect vinyl every once in a while. If there's a, an album I want to keep around for a while, I'll get the vinyl version. 
three weeks later they messaged me they're like we got the vinyl i was that's like oh incredible. baby 18.99 is at my front be, door that's gonna be worth a little bit of money in the future i feel it's good. one of those needs Dude, i can't things. wait for the second one it's a the grocery, superstore album it's a grocery oh. store wrap up they so i hope just superstore has one. flyer what is this why don't we have this you can follow them on twitter at no frills ca simply no frills it's incredible it okay so here we oh, here we go, folks. Bang it up, yeah. Bang it up. 88 Sales is a good song, too. Bang it up, yeah. Bang it up. Oh, this is a banger. Dude, it Bang is. It up, yeah. If they don't have a paper or plastic, like, drop in there, I'm going to be upset. Uh, the, the whole albums, I think we actually have a caller coming in. You know, you throw in the No Frills album and the callers, they start they rolling do. in, I tell you. Uh, we got we got a caller there, uh, Producer Pigeon. All right, you're on the Stick Hungry podcast. Who do we have here? We oh, uh, we lost we lose the caller. Nobody. Or uh, either that or Producer Pigeon is struggling Shane. with the oh, phone here. Oh. Who do we have here? Shane. Oh, it's Shane. It is Shane. It's there Shane. you go. Shane, have you heard the No Frills rap album? I've heard the banana one. You should listen to the whole fresh, thing. So fresh. You'll so like fresh, it. Yeah. You'll like it. Listen okay. to the whole thing. Pack it up. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, Shane? That's a hell of a snort tea, by the way. Uh, how's it going, Shane? Uh, good. I'm just drinking a smoothie right now. Ooh, cool. Switching. What kind of smoothie? I put avocado, banana, peanut butter, whey, whey protein, and yogurt in there. This Damn. man's crazy. That is quite the combo. <laughs> It's a hell of a smoothie. Oh yeah, and goat milk, goat milk. <laughs> that's quite. This man didn't even use regular milk. Boy, Shane. <laughs> that's that's wild. It? Yeah. Are you getting ready for the treadmill or something? There, or are you just loving this? No, I already, I already ran on the treadmill today. There you go. It was a pre-stick hungry uh, meal. There. Shane yeah. runs twice a day, boys. He'll be back. There you go. <laughs> Do you have a question for us or anything, Shane? Yeah, I was thinking if you were stuck on coach with with any um, sharks player, like. Flying in an airplane for like twelve hours. Who'd you pick? Who's the smallest guy? I was just thinking that. I was like, if it's not gonna be Brent Burns, I'm not yeah, gonna have that beard sure. in my face all fucking day. Mario um, Ferraro. Well, what about what about bring some conversation? Like, wouldn't you rather like have someone good to talk to and stuff? Like, I know 100. percent I think a small guy that's good at, at talking, um, <laughs> but also knows his place. Like, knows if you want to sleep for a little I bit think, on that plane, um, he'll he'll shut up. Patrick Marlowe would be the perfect. I think um, so. Because I feel like combo. Patrick Marlowe, you talk to him, he'll talk to yeah. you. But he probably won't go out of his way to talk to you. You fall asleep hey, because we're pigeons. Asleep and, yeah. Yeah. Wife made me cookies. You want some cookies? Okay. No. <laughs> He's got all the goodies packed up, ready to go. <laughs> uh, Shane, who would you pick? Ah, uh, man. I don't even really know any of the Sharks players' personalities. So, uh, <laughs> it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, what if it was for any hockey player? Any hockey player? Yeah. Jeff Petrie? Uh, I, I, well, if he's a basketball player, I picked DeMar DeRozan because he's my favorite basketball player and he's, he's a pretty solid guy. Oh, yeah. but, Shane, um, I, I think you misheard the question. <laughs> we said hockey player. Hockey player? I don't know. I like Burroughs, but I don't really even know much about him. But like, hey, uh, Burroughs is a good choice. He might bite your ear, I, but... I, I have I have a Burroughs jersey, too. Some people like him. So. I don't know what his personality is like, though. He's a, he's a great guy. There you go. That's who we would all, all right. sit on coach with. Great question, Shane. I love Beauty it. Shane. 
Awesome. All right, see ya. All right. There you go, Shane Van Ice. Look out look out for the album coming out on uh, the Soda Pod, apparently. Dropping yeah. some bangers. It's fire. It's Seriously, fire. I don't know if we have time any... for it on this podcast since you guys gotta get to Sharks Talk, but it's yeah. fire. No, yeah. But any fans from the previous album, this is this is gonna be a ba- like incredible in banger. studio. In like, studio. This is this isn't no open phone voicemail. Yeah, no, raps. The, this the production on this first song that I heard was just unbelievable. I'll just leave that as a little teaser for everyone. Soda Pod, baby. Let's go. There, there all right, let's go. Let's move on. Let's, Let's move, on. move on in to Sharks talk. All right. So we do have the last game tomorrow against the Knights. Um, we made it. We did we make made it. it to the end of this. We made it to season. the end of the season. Um, I don't think we're going to go out on a high, to be honest, boys. Do you have any uh, quick predictions? Well, you game? might. Hey, oh, always. There we always. Go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be a spectacular end to the season for the Sharks. We haven't been playing well recently. And we know how good the Golden Knights are. So uh, I predict a loss to end off the season. And hey, for Team Tank, that's what you want. Another loss gets you closer to that number one pick. It's true. It's true. There is a couple of uh, um, lineup updates. Sorry. Couture presumed to be out. Leonard out. Veal out. And um, Shellman out. Did I say that right? I always you get that. Yeah, I, was kind of, I was concerned ah, there. Damn. 14. I, Nick is proud. Nick is pretty proud. Thank you. I'm Thank you. I, I was uh, crying. <laughs> it took a lot of mental energy just to not say Kelvin. Not gonna lie. Uh, Nick, do you have any predictions, buddy? Uh, I'm interested to see what Vegas does with their lineup. I know against the Avalanche, which they lost, um, they had the opportunity to clinch the first seed in the President's Trophy, and they shitted the bed by dressing 15 skaters, 10 forwards, mm. five defensemen. Uh, due to cap constraints, they had Alec Martinez as well as Peyton Krebs out, who's like their budding star of a centerman. He's out with a fractured jaw because he took a clapper to the chin. Um, so good luck to his recovery. I can't wait to see him on the Sharks when they trade Hurdle to Vegas for uh, two blue chips and a first-round pick. Um, but <laughs> In the worst case, Ontario, you get caught. Um, um, I, I still think the Sharks are going to technically lose. I'd love to see them kind of hose Vegas out of the first uh, seed. Because they, they, they would still require the Avalanche to not beat L.A. at least once. Um, there's a weird little ranking, seeding shit going on with there. Isha probably knows a little bit more about it, being his team is actually in the playoffs. Um, but I think the Vegas Golden Knights' worst nightmare right now is the Minnesota Wild and Capri Sun. So uh, I want the Sharks to beat them. I don't think that they will. Um, but I do want the Sharks to beat them so that they get stuck with second seed and um, the Russian Capri Sun. So. On on that note, uh, Isha, who would you rather face? Avalanche or, or the Knights? 100% the Knights. Really? Uh, yeah. The Wild are living rent-free in their heads. Mm-hmm. All season, last season, the, it's funny, the Vegas Golden Knights struggle against the Minnesota Wild. It's matchup-based, um, right? Yeah, just matchup based. Wild play a really good shutdown game, and they can trade the offense for some reason with with Vegas. And the pace of the game is similar, where they kind of play similar styles. And I'd say the the goaltending this year for the Wild is, is has been better um, overall. Like Flurry's been outstanding, Leonard's been up and down, but both Talbot and Kakinen are are solid, and I think they have the the edge there. The Avs they. They play such a fast-paced game where the Wild just cannot match that. And it's the perfect counter to how the Wild plays. So Vegas 100%. It would be yeah. quite ironic if the they, Sharks won and then um, the Knights face Minnesota and lose in the first round. That that would be just kind of funny. Mm, I would love as, as, yeah, as a no, Sharks hey, fan, you know? Yeah, it would be, worth be a it. great outcome. Yeah, uh, Zachman200 commenting on Twitter saying, 
Let's talk off-season. Vlasic thinks the Sharks can compete next season. Do you agree or disagree? I think we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there later. We got the whole off-season yeah. to actually talk about that, Zach. So we'll have yeah. plenty of content yeah, later that's on. That's true. Yeah, but so, we will uh, talk about that later on, Zach. But so, we, we will Vlasic highlight his, is here. Well, we'll highlight his interview with Shang Peng. We're not going to give you the full interview, obviously, because we uh, implore you to go to San Jose Hockey now and subscribe there so you can support Shang Peng and all the great work he does for the San Jose Sharks. But we'll give you a couple of tidbits that we thought were interesting, needlessly, you know, to say. All right, so what should we jump to next? Well, we only have a couple of other things to talk about before we do actually get to that interview. Um, I guess the, the quicker one, let's go with that. It's just the, the article on um, Evander Kane and, and his um, his bankruptcy situation and um, just some of the quotes that he said. Um, in yeah. In particular, I thought it was pretty interesting that the interviewer had asked about you know this being one of the worst off ice um, seasons for him and having one of the best on ice seasons and him actually saying that it's actually been a pretty good off off ice experience for him this year because he's been able to to apply for bankruptcy and be able to get that um, off his chest was is how he put it so yeah Vander Kane saying he's basically relieved right now that he's being able to uh, deal with the situation. Yeah, I don't think we've we haven't seen the end of the situation, so no. who knows how it's going to end. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. Jake Paul, baby, it's yeah, yeah that's how it's going to end. Yeah, but it is interesting that he's saying you know off ice he's actually had a pretty good year and he's working things out. So I don't know. I just thought we should bring it up. Um, it's a positive. We haven't seen many positives for the Sharks this season. So hey, got to bring and it up. And he could have a career year if it was on a regular cross a yes. regular season, as we mentioned before. Year. He, Did he? This I is thought his so. Career high uh, in a shortened season. He's almost at a point per game pace, which is absolutely incredible. From yeah. like we like we said before, all the off off ice stuff. So it's nice to see that he took it as a relief instead of as like a burden from the public eye. I think he's been exposed to the public eye long enough that he actually doesn't give two single shits yeah. about what people think about his life or what he does or who he's with. Um, so it's good to see, and it obviously translated on the ice. He had an amazing year, and he was one of the few sharks to play up to their contract. Totally. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, uh, Nick, you did make a little little jab just a couple minutes ago about Hurdle potentially going to the Knights. I don't see that trade happening, but there are rumors that Hurdle is on the block. Um, what would you move him for? Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> yeah, so for me personally, if you're looking at optimum, if you're going into a rebuild, this was my my idea behind it. If you're going into a rebuild, Hurdle's age doesn't match up with the timeline of, let's say, like a Thomas Bortolo, Ozzy Weisblatt, and a Ryan Merkley, right? So you would want to offload him during his UFA season, which is next season. Um, offload him during the trade deadline, and you get what I would prefer you know, because he has such a, a quote-unquote lower cap hit for a possible one or two C, um, I would expect at least a single blue chip prospect, a first-round pick, and like a B, B grade, a prospect or another pick, depending on what you would what you would get. Again, a lot of that is determined based on cap. The reason why I kind of threw the idea of Vegas out there is I do a lot of back and forth with the Vegas guys on Twitter, and their biggest thing is that they don't really truly have a number one center they have chandler stevenson etc etc and up and down the lineup it seems like they're a little bit thinner than most teams through the through the middle as opposed to having guys like mark stone and max patchy already um so i feel like if you're going to go into a rebuild hurdle is the number one contender to be traded next season but it doesn't seem like that's what the sharks are going to do so i doubt that he gets moved i i 
probably peg him to be extended either in the off season or early in the beginning of the season to kind of shut down those rumors. But I do think that really hinges on how the Sharks perform next season. So could be on the block. I know he doesn't want to move. He loves it here. Everyone loves it in San Jose. It's got a nice weather, nice vibe, good place to live because you know, hockey's not really a huge market out here in California, especially in the Northern California. You can go down the street and not get surrounded by paparazzi or media all damn day. So it's really nice on people actually trying to live their, their lives normally. So, And, I mean, you do need some transition pieces, I guess you could call a guy like that. If you are going into a rebuild, I mean, you want some guys that can keep things, you know, semi-competitive at least. You know, you don't want these young guys to come up on a team that's only winning 20 games a season. So there, there's a reason for keeping him. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we can get a first-round pick, if we can get a good prospect as well uh, for Hurdle, I see you pull the trigger on that move. Yeah. Uh, another name on the outline here that kind of is surrounding that is uh, Brent Burns. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that, Nick? Brent Burns' exit interview with uh... – Again, it's a San Jose Hockey Now piece uh, by Shang Peng where they did interviews after what was supposed to be the last game of the season with the Coyotes. Now, due to COVID protocols, we had to postpone that Vegas game out to this coming Wednesday. Uh, but the weird thing is, is a lot of players had very in-depth answers. I'm not going to go too deep into like what the questions were asked because, again, I want you guys to go and take a look at the content there. But... I think two or three different questions that were pretty big questions. Uh, one uh, talking about um, being exposed to Seattle or talking about the expansion draft and other things. He was just like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't have any concerns, et cetera, et cetera. It seems like he was really just trying to deflect the major questions off of him. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of read a little bit too much into an Eric Carlson answer that was given earlier about there are things going on that people don't know about. That's what Eric Carlson essentially said. I'm paraphrasing there, obviously. Um, so I'm interested to see what's being done behind the scenes right now. And I do feel like Brent Burns is one of the biggest targets that's going to be able to be exposed uh, during the expansion draft because he has a no-trade clause, not a no-movement clause. And if you want to keep a guy like Shimek on this roster, you're going to have to protect Vlasic Carlson because of the full no-movement clauses. And then you only have one defenseman left. So do you expose Brent Burns and free up $8 million of cap space and take a 36-year-old off the books? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think it was just a little interesting how during this little exit interview, he was very uh, short with his answers on some of these questions. Well, Nick, you mentioned that we would have to protect Vlasic, but I think you might have been able to get away with it, to be honest with you. I think you could have snuck it behind the guy because apparently he didn't know he has a new no-move clause in his contract. I call gotcha, bullshit bitch. on that. I call total bullshit on that. You <laughs> right? know he's included in those talks. There's no way an agent would be bad enough to not tell him that there's a no-move Honestly, clause boys, there, this right? is how I pictured it happening. They signed the contract. He knew there's a no-move three, four years go by, he doesn't fucking remember. Just he's, well, honestly, because he's probably, he's probably never thought about leaving San Jose, so he doesn't really that's care, true. right? And it's never really a topic that's been brought up trading Vlasic. So, I mean, I could see that he maybe just, like, kind of forgot. I mean, I don't know. That's all I can that's think of. That's a pretty lame excuse. Well, here's I the forgot. thing, though. So, like, in order, I don't know if this is the order in which the questions were asked. I think they would be, but the whole the quote here is if there's a scenario where he'd waive his no movement clause he says i'm here to the end i've signed here for 20 years i'm gonna be here for 20 years he had a very specific like defiant tone to himself as well 
And then the question comes up if he's ever asked him to wave his NMC. And he says, oh, I didn't know I had it. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's bullshit. Come on. Uh, Let's get real. There you go. Yeah. He's a great poker Not player. Good. Yeah. I mean, just to quickly jump back on the, the Brent Burns thing. I just want I, I can totally see that being like, if we do leave him exposed that would be such a great pickup for for um seattle just for that new just marketing wise right? yeah no, exactly he's such a marketable player for that kind of market as well like I and think he's still playing great. well it and would he's be great he's not gonna NHL. dip he, yeah. like he's not gonna dip as as quickly as we see other totally. you know other top players and i think this is actually it's a win-win like sure you lose brett burns which you're losing a great player on your roster but this honestly relieves the sharks from having to try to move him anyways in a complicated deal where they were going to have to retain cap. Yeah. It's just like, it's a clean break and it clears up space. Both like you guys said, roster positions to try out new younger defensemen and or money to try to help out the offense or try to get a center. At this point, if you're the San Jose sharks and you can get rid of money without giving up assets, like a first or a second or a third round pick, that's a win. So if we lose Brent Burns, we didn't give up anything to get rid of that money. Call the day. Yeah, I'd almost would be, be willing to go to DraftKings and put a quick hundred dollar bill on yeah. both Burns and Martin Jones being exposed. No, that's actually a great little uh, bet. Do you uh, what what promo code? Do you know any good promo codes for that? Uh, THPN, I believe. Oh, there you go. Oof. There you go. How are you? <laughs> Make sure to put it in there. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> hey, uh, got him. Oh, man. Oh, you sure? go. I know you. We've brought it up before. The whole uh, I think it was the Kessel trade or something where it was like, oh, it's should be you should be able to find somebody to move him to, but you're losing too much if you're trying to get rid of that contract in a cap a flat cap year. So yeah, I feel like this would be the best way possible moving forward. Totally. I don't think they'd lose too much with Burns other than like they just they're going to have to retain some of the cap. Um mm-hmm. they may not get a, a huge return, you know what I mean? Yeah, or but, no, I to- I totally know what you mean there. Or um and you mean you're you're taking off a right-handed D-man spot, but you know who's been sitting and marinating down in the minors for almost 4 years now? Ryan Merkley. Like he he's ready to be thrown into the NHL. He's more well than marinated, well, well marinated, marinated. He's seasoned, marinated, <laughs> ready to just 